a less ambitious, a less ambitious, oh, my Lanta, a less ambitious, ambitious. Here's an episode called Wendy's Bobbles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Where were we? A less ambitious. <laughs> Ambi- I can't say you say, say it. Ambitious. From Boogie Land Media. This is On Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. Today's episode, Easy as Peasy. Randy and I did not start out particularly handy. We've always lived on a rather tight budget. Anything we could fix up ourselves around the house, we did. Fortunately for us, both of our fathers were pretty good handymen. They both helped us with projects along the way, with Randy learning from each effort. And once the internet arrived, he could learn almost anything from YouTube. And if he couldn't, he could find someone who was willing to teach him. Growing up, Randy remembers his dad fixing things or converting a basement into livable space. But he never really got into helping his dad work. His reasoning... I didn't need to. My dad did all the work and my brother was there to help. I just got in the way. And I was lazy. Our first house held many opportunities to learn how to fix stuff. We replaced the flooring in the basement as well as put up some walls. Our friend Derek helped us with that one. When a glass dish got too hot in the oven and shattered all over the carpet in the kitchen and burned little holes in it, that was the next thing to fix. Can I say here that carpet in the kitchen is a bad idea? Two of the homes we lived in over the years had carpet in the kitchen. Why? It's just gross. We replaced both. My mom and dad came to help us redo our kitchen. And when I say redo, I mean pull up the gross carpet and replace it with linoleum and paint the cupboards. Nothing fancy. Although we did stencil a cute pattern around the trim. On another visit, my dad came out of our bathroom, our only bathroom, after a shower and sheepishly said, I started something. What did you start, Dad? Well, I noticed one of your tiles was loose on the shower wall. I pulled it off and, well, they just kept coming. And here's the deal. I have to leave now, so I can't fix it. Yes, that's right. My dad left us with a tub full of rotting drywall and tile. I I can come back in a couple of weeks and fix it, he said apologetically. Dad, this is our only bathroom. Granted, we did need to fix the tile. However, we didn't need to fix it right then. 
and we didn't really know what we were doing. Enter Chuck. Thankfully, there is usually someone willing to help and offer their expertise. Chuck graciously came over and helped Randy install a shower kit. Again, nothing fancy, but it did the job. Then we got this crazy idea that we wanted the fireplace to be back to its natural wood. We found some seriously noxious stripper, slathered it all over the fireplace, put up a baby gate so our two-year-old wouldn't get into it, and let it sit. We scraped all the paint off. It was a lot of work, but when it was done, it looked terrible. So we painted it again, and we consoled ourselves by saying it looked better without all those layers of paint. Then we really got ambitious and decided to redo the hardwood floors. I didn't find that difficult at all, because I went to Wichita to visit my parents. There was no way we could finish the floors with two little ones running around. So while I was gone, Randy moved all the furniture and refinished the hardwood floors, mumbling something about sanding and epoxy and more noxious fumes. I came home to beautifully refinished floors with the furniture back in place and a house properly aired out. Randy and I have always enjoyed doing projects together. We work pretty well together, maybe because neither of us knows what we are doing and we are both flying by the seat of our pants. So if one of us messed something up, we can't really get mad because it's not like the other one of us could really do any better. Taking the advice given by my dad, everything's fixable, so we didn't get too stressed out. Both of us being rather laid back and Randy's perfectionist tendencies help counteract my laissez-faire attitude, which has never served me well in any kind of project, but has made me a rather nice person to have around. Randy's better at figuring things out. The way things fit together seems to make more sense in his brain. I'm the idea man, or woman. Hey, look at that, we need to fix that, or let's redo this. Big ideas. We have painted many, many rooms. I think we like working on home projects together because we like to be together. It's like a date night, or a date weekend, or a date month or a date three months. We do other projects together, like this podcast. But the podcast is more like, I do my thing, and then he does his thing, and voila, we have a podcast. It's that easy. We have written a couple of musicals together. Well, two of them don't really count. We wrote a script and plugged in already existing songs. We wrote these for the kids in the Salvation Army to perform. The third one, I can't take too much credit for. It was mostly Randy. That was all original music, except one song. All I did for that one was write out an outline for the flow of the show and some dialogue Randy used to construct the songs. This one we did at the church we still attend, and I think it was very good. So we did the musical story of the birth of Jesus way before this new musical, Journey to Bethlehem, came out. We are pioneers. 
Writing a musical is significantly less strenuous than any household repair. The aforementioned household projects were from our first house. We have lived in three other houses since then. We have put in several tongue-and-groove floors, painted many rooms. A less ambitious project was to paint the office. We decided to be bold and paint it red. I know, you are all saying, oh no, not red, don't do that. And you would be right. But we were trying to expand our decorating template, which consisted mostly of blue. The paint 20 years ago was not as good as the paint they make now. And I thought, oh, well, this, this paint is dark. It will easily cover the white paint that is there now. If you know anything about painting, you are probably telling me how wrong I was and what I needed to do, which people did after we finished painting. This was not a big room, but I think we used at least four gallons of paint to cover the walls. Yes, the walls were covered in red paint, but it still looked blotchy and bad, so we used the inspired painting technique of sponge painting to help save it. The room was fine, and we lived with the red walls for many years. The room is blue now. I thought about listing all the other repairs, but that's a little tedious. Suffice it to say, there have been a lot, and my dad did many, if not most of them, with Randy's help. The last one was the removal of the ceramic tile in the kitchen and replacing it with tongue-and-groove flooring. If you are thinking, why would you remove ceramic tile and replace it with laminate flooring? It's because the tile was gross and ugly. And it's tile that we put in. When our refrigerator's ice maker sprung a leak in the middle of the night and flooded our kitchen and the basement, we had to replace the flooring in the kitchen, which was great, because I hated the flooring that was in there at the time. It was a linoleum faux tile, so I decided that real ceramic tile would be better, so we splurged a little and put the tile in. My dad and Randy spent their Christmas holiday putting in this new floor. But it did not wear well. It cracked in a few places, plus it looked dirty all the time, even if it was clean. I grew to despise it, kicking myself for making such a bad decision. After many years, I decided it was time to put a new floor in. I had resisted the idea for a long time because it wasn't that old, and my dad was proud of the work he had done on the floor but we had painted the kitchen and painted the cupboards, so let's take out this ugly, gross floor. This project nearly killed me, mostly because I'm old and cheap. First, we had to break up all the tile. That wasn't too hard. Smash it with a hammer, clean it up. Removing the liner was harder, but we managed that too. Because wood was super expensive at the time, we decided not to replace the subflooring, but that meant we had to clean all the thin set, which is a small layer of concrete. We had to clean that off the wood to make a smooth surface to put the flooring down. This is where it got almost impossible. 
We tried all kinds of different methods to remove the cement. We rented an electric hammer, useless. We scraped it, we smashed it with a hammer. We got it wet and smashed it with a hammer. We pulled out the belt sander. Uh, I would work on it for about a half an hour, clear a tiny little patch, then rest and ice my hand, cry a little bit, then clear another patch, rest, ice my hand, cry, and repeat. I don't remember how long it took us to clean up that plywood. I think probably about three or four years or days. It's a blur. As I mentioned, Randy is a perfectionist. It's what makes him so annoyingly good at everything he does. And it is good that he was being his usual perfectionist self with this project because we needed it to be even before we could put the flooring down. But I was ready to kill him every time he said we still had more work to do. But we did it. I'm certain my hands will never be the same, but we did it. The easy part is the actual installation of the floor. It goes quickly, and it's very satisfying. I am extremely happy with my new floor. I'm thankful for my perfectionist husband, even though he came a hair's width away from death. This floor shook my house repair confidence a little bit. Maybe we should write another musical. Well, obviously, I'm going to talk to Randy, because... We are the ones who did these projects together. So welcome, Randy. Hello. Usually we record these stories and then Randy will edit it and then later we'll have a conversation with somebody. We just recorded the story and we're going straight into the conversation. And it's a little bit ironic in that (laughs) you won't know this when you listen to the story about what a mess it was. And we even got into just a little bit of a... Of a... A tiff. Because <laughs> we work so well together. <laughs> and i that's what I said. I was like, isn't it right? ironic? And this is the one, because we don't usually get into it. I mean, but come on. It really wasn't that big of a tiff. It was not. It was a, just a tiny little yeah. tiff. It was because me- I said baubles. <laughs> no, that wasn't what the tiff was no, about. No, it wasn't. <laughs> But that you- was the 20-minute <laughs> extended laughter. Yes, you did say bobbles. Yes. Um, no, it was over the fact that I was over-directing you. Yeah, he didn't like how I was saying one line, and it was irritating. And so she just removed the line, <laughs> so she didn't have to say it again. That's how well we work together. We work so well together. <laughs> uh, no, we actually do. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about the kitchen project... And I, you have carpal tunnel issues now, and I'm wondering if that's the reason. <laughs> I don't know. That was a frustrating project, but it looks really good now. The finished product is very pleasing. Yeah. The actual work was not pleasing. I only touched the surface on all the various home repairs and home decorating work we have done over the years. I mean, we've painted everything once or twice in this house, at least. I'm trying to think if there is a room in this house that we haven't painted, but I don't think there is. I think we've painted every one of them at some point. 
You're thinking too, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I'm going through the house. Yeah, we've painted everything. Yep. Uh the 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 craft closet. That's because there's that's there's no. It's just a cement. It, well, it's just studs in there. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that doesn't. So count. it doesn't count. It doesn't. Okay. Count. Yeah, we've painted everything. I I was thinking about the number of people. You know, this is true of many things in life, but the number of people who have taught me to do certain things and have passed on a certain skill or a certain mm-hmm. thing. And I think it, I think it really did. It start, I think it started with my dad, obviously when I was younger and, and he, cause he'll, he'll say something like, um, I can't believe you know how to do this stuff. Cause you never helped around our house. And, and I'll say, well, I was watching, you know, <laughs> and I learned why by watching, but then I, I think that your dad, taught me not to be afraid of things. Mm. And I think that was part of it for me was getting over the fear of doing the work and doing it wrong. Yeah. I think it's, I, I would say he taught me to, to drywall yeah. and, and mud and clean all that up. And then I would think about Chuck who came over and helped with that bathroom. But what I remember Chuck most helping me with was learning how to wire electricity. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, because he came in and did some stuff with me and showed me how to do that in the house. And Gary, who helped us with our bathroom remodel, mm-hmm. that was the first time I'd ever sweat a pipe. I've, I know how to do that and put in pipes for plumbing because of that. It's just amazing the, the number of people who along the way kind of teach you something. Yeah. And you pick it up and, and now you know how to do it and then you pass we'll it on teach to somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. That's kind of... Life, right? I mean, we learn different things from everybody who comes into our lives. Yeah. It's a metaphor for life. And then when when you, you know, put your foot through the ceiling du- during COVID, <laughs> you can <laughs> patch the ceiling and, and fix that up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. did that as opposed to like fixing your leg that was a mess for so long after that. Well, you know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. That yeah. was fun. Yeah, it was easier to fix the ceiling than it was my leg. But it was another reminder that everything's fixable. Yeah. You make a, a stupid mistake or you step through it. Step through the, the ceiling. Yeah. Do you think, oh my gosh, I've messed this up. But then you fix it and you're like, oh, well, that was easier than right. I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I kind of feel that way about any kind of project before I start. It usually takes me a while to be like, okay. I'm going to do this bathroom. I want to fix this up. I want to paint it. I want to do whatever. And I generally kind of think about it for a long time, then go, okay, I'm going to do it. Get it done. Let's do this. I go, well, why did I take so long to actually do this thing? Isn't the struggle, you know, that it's going to be a lot of work or, you know, it's going to be work for me. That's what it is. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, am am I ready to put in the time that it's going to be necessary to do this? No, I don't think that's it for me. I think for me, it's like, I don't have a lot of confidence in my decorating skills. So for example, I would like to redo the girls' bathroom because we did that fabulous faux sponge painting in there as well. And I don't like it, but I don't know what I want to do. How's it going to match the tile in there and all that. So I, I kind of drag my feet because I don't really have confidence in my decorating skills. Usually what happens is that I'm like, okay, I'm going to redo this bathroom. And then I get in there and I start messing with things. And then you have no choice but to come in and help me <laughs> because I started it 
And well, guess what? Now I need your help. A little bit like your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now looking back, it is one of the funniest memories I have of your dad (laughs) because he was so, he was sheepish, I think is a right word. I think it really is because he came out and he, I think he felt really bad. Yeah. And at the same time, he saw this problem. I honestly think he was in there and he, he you know, it's kind of it. like yep. you scratch a scab and you just start picking at it and you, <laughs> and you know you're not supposed to. Yeah. And he just started pulling those tiles off the wall. Yeah. Literally, there was a hole in the wall when he was done. I mean, a hole oh, yeah. to the studs. I mean, and I was so mad at him at the moment. <laughs> It's like, I can't, I just could not believe he did this. And then he was leaving. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's one of the f- now funniest stories. And I think he, he tried to make up for that the rest of his life. <laughs> well, you know, I'm my dad, if something was broken, it needed to be fixed. Yeah. He was not in the least bit like us where you'd look at something and you go, oh, that's broken. I should probably fix that. And you look at it 72 times before you actually fix it. My dad is like, hey, that's broken. It needs to be fixed. Where are my tools? Right now. I know that he felt bad when he pulled that uh, down because he's looking at that going, that needed to be fixed and I need to fix it right now. But he couldn't. He didn't have the time. It may very well be the reason why he was up on an extension ladder fixing our uh, windows in his 70s. (laughs) Because he's like, I still remember doing this. I I don't think so. I think it's just like, hey, dad, this needs to be fixed. And he said, yes, you're right. Let me get my tool belt. Let's go. I'll fix it. That was a mess. That that project he did all by himself. Yes, he did. You did not help him with that at all. Not at all. For some reason, the builders of our houses, all of the houses on our street, and the front windows are trimmed with like big old chunky blocks of wood. There's a, like a six inch wood all the way around it. It's really bad planning because rain falls and it gathers around the edges and then it starts to rot and in our case the wood was rotting and some bees had decided that this lovely rotting wood is the place to live i mean we looked at that rotting wood for some time and we're like well we need to fix that and never did anything but when the bees moved in we clearly needed to have that fixed and so i'm like dad what do you think do you think you could fix this that was one of those projects that you look at and you go i don't know what to do And so you look at it and look at it and look at it and look at it. Like, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? And your dad just came, started peeling it apart and came up with a plan while he was pulling it apart. (laughs) Yes. You know, he's an engineer by trade. So I I think that that was part of the reason why he was able to do that. As he's doing it, he's concocting a a plan. And I just couldn't think of how to fix it at all. Well, I think that, again, is his sort of fearless nature where it's like, this is all rotted wood. We need to get this off. Let's just rip it all off and then we'll figure out what to do next. And it totally met his mantra of everything's fixable. Yeah. You know, he just figured out a way to do it, put up different kind of wood. and Yeah, it was pretty good because he was out there tearing wood off the front of the house and our neighbor came over and he's like, well, what are you doing there? Look at that. That's interesting. And they got chatting and our neighbor was like, oh, yeah, here, I've got some wood you can use and brought over some extra scrap wood that he used. So we didn't really have to. Yeah. Of course, then my dad was kind of like, oh, I said, oh, you you met Dennis. You were chatting with Dennis. He's like, yeah, he's a talker. (laughs) I'm like, well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. 
You know, something else we did in that first house, which I forgot about, was uh, the deck. Remember, they had the people who were there before yes. us had a hot tub, right? And they had this big, tall privacy fence all the way around the deck, and it was just falling apart. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. took all that wood down. I took the wood down, and then I built a playset with it. Or yeah, you a built house. a little playhouse. Yeah, with some of the, but then you put all of the other wood in the shed, and made a lovely home for the snakes. <laughs> well, the snakes have to go somewhere. Yeah. So nice. Oh, yeah. We, but you mowed those over. So. I tr- I did. I hated Was it that, that house that you yes. mowed, mowed some snakes? Yes. Oh, man. Every time I mowed the lawn, I mowed a snake down. I'm sorry, animal people. I didn't do it on purpose. When going into buying a house and owning a home, and I think this was the thing that I just we just never thought about, was how much work has to go into making a house the way you want it to be, and that things have to be fixed, and... I just never thought about that. We and were young and dumb. Yeah. The number of things that we worked on in that first house and fixed and painted or tore down or, or whatever. We've painted a lot of kitchen cabinets. And I've always been like, is this a good idea? I'm not sure it's a good idea. But we've never had the funds, I guess, to tear out all the cabinets and put right. in new freshly made cabinets. Well, part of the reason we did that, though, was because there must have been a trend in the 60s and 70s to put in the darkest cabinet that you could possibly find. And so the answer to us was, you know, we would just be like, okay, well, I guess we sand these down and paint we'll them. Just paint them. I mean, it worked for us. And Okay, what's our next project? What are we going to do? What's the next thing? Well, I've said it. It's this, this bathroom. Yeah. We should have done it while Grace was at school. Well, I thought that was the plan. I thought we were going to do it sometime this past summer. Or I don't it remember was when it was. It was the plan, but, but it just never uh, I think it's partly because we don't really have a vision for it. And I get nervous about, okay, I'm going to pull this up or take this down and what's behind it, you know. Everything can be fixed. Oh, that's true. Everything can be fixed. (laughs) Yeah. Well, all I have to say is I'm never going to take a tile floor out again because that was excruciating. That was my fault. Why was it your fault? Well, mine and your dad's. I mean, it was our own doing. I picked out this super ugly tile. That's really what made it the worst because you're like, okay, we can't even blame somebody else because lots of times when you're doing a project, you can go like, what were they? thinking right. and you can go I'll fix it but we had there was no recourse for us on this kitchen floor we did it we did it to ourselves and I suppose that's one of the reasons why I was so diligent in making sure it wasn't that way when we were done so now if we were to pull up this floor now be easy as peasy eat <laughs> it'd be easy peasy <laughs> I wanted to say easy, easy as, as pie. pie or easy peasy <laughs> You said them both. So I just kind of put it together. Easy, Easy as peasy. peasy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's what we'll title this episode. Easy as peasy. Easy as peasy. Okay. I like it. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogie Land Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield and distributed through our friends at podbean.com. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. All original music and music arrangements are written and performed by Randy Bonifield. Remember to subscribe, and please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram, 
at username OnCarlson Drive. And be sure to visit our website at OnCarlsonDrive.com. Special thanks to all our friends and families who, unbeknownst to them, were writing the stories we tell simply by living them. Join us in two weeks for a new episode. Until then, thank you for listening to On Carlson Drive. The house we live in now has had many. OMG. What? I'm just not going to say that line. No. The F. No, I'm not going to use the line. I want you to use the no! line. No. I'm not going to use the line. Hand painted many No. No, it's and... done. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to use that line. I'm taking it out right now. It's unnecessary. <laughs> Why well, can't. I'm. I'm. Yeah. <laughs>